It's time for another edition of Mets Musings. Hi, this is Ron Darling. Uh, this is Skip Lockwood. Hi, I'm Ron Swoboda of the 69 New York Mets, and you're listening to Mets Musings with Gary Mack. Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another edition of Mets Musings. My name is Gary Mack. I am your host, and spring training has begun. Yes, the games are starting to play. Players are reported, and action is taking place. The Mets will start. Uh, may have started already. Uh, their first televised game will be Sunday. So be sure to check that out at 1 o'clock, I believe, on SNY. But check your local listings, as they say, to uh, just to make sure about that. But uh, it's going to be an exciting year, I hope. I really do. You know, we need some excitement after all of what we went through with COVID and then the lockout and uh, the 50-game season and, then you know, not as many people in the stands. Then people were allowed in the stands. So we really need a good, solid, injury-free season of baseball. That'll really do it for us this year. We really need that. And uh, But it didn't get off to the best of starts, at least for for. Pete Alonzo, who said that he's uh, thankful to be alive after being involved in a horrifying car crash last Sunday with, uh, you know, uh, he, it was mandatory report day and he was driving in Tampa when he was involved in a scary incident with his car flipping over after a man ran a red light and hit him in the side. Speaking to media members at the Mets facility in Port St. Lucie, the current home run derby champion revealed that he had to kick out the windshield in order to escape from his vehicle while his wife was in the car behind him. And she must have been a wreck. She had to be a wreck. You know, you can't watch your loved one like that. Uh <laughs> get hit by a car and and you know see everything flash before you so but he's okay he's all right he'll be playing and uh thank goodness uh for that well now the mints have made a trade uh, we've got lots of trades and signings and things going on so let's get to that uh in need of pitching that the Mets traded for the A's Chris Bassett, the post uh, Joel Sherman confirmed. They sent minor leaguers JT Ginn and Adam Oyler to Oakland. Bassett recorded a 12-4 record with a 3.15 ERA in 27 starts with the A's last year, striking out 25% of the batters he faced. Throughout his seven-year career, he owns a 31-25 record and a 3.47 ERA. So uh, a pitching move for the Mets. And from all I've heard and read and uh, seen on TV, it's a good deal for the Mets. 
Now, I like JT Ginn, and I hate trading prospects. But in this aspect, they really did need some uh, pitching. And uh, so, you know, they added a little bit of depth with uh, Bassett. And now he'll join uh, DeGrom and Scherzer and Walker Carrasco and Peterson and McGill. And they'll all be fighting it out for the five spots. Uh, but that top three doesn't sound too bad with uh, Scherzer, DeGrom, and now Bassett. And uh, probably Carrasco will be fourth. Uh, the fifth spot will be open between Walker, Peterson, McGill, um, you know, uh, the Williams that they got in with uh, with Baez. So we'll see. It'll be an interesting uh, spring training, a short, quick one. But we'll see what happens. The Mets did lose some relief help, though, technically. The Philadelphia Phillies signed the Mets' Brad Hand, and Hand will be getting a one-year deal worth $6 million. The Phillies also signed Juris Familia, 32-year-old reliever, reached a one-year deal as well for $6 million with the Phillies. That could be as much as $7. $7. That's what he's probably worth to us. $7 million with incentives. The Mets have agreed to... Um, the Phillies agreed to those terms with Familia and Han. And, you know, uh, good for them that they landed the teams and they're still in the game. Um, Familia had a rocky road here, and it's probably best that he's good. So good luck to him. Um, you know, Mets lost two lefties out of the bullpen. That's going to be tough, but uh, they've made some progress in that uh, that rebuilding of the bullpen, uh, uh, losing hand and loop and, and uh, you know, and familiar. But they, they don't worry, folks. They've, they've made the uh, play so far to build up their bullpen, and there's still plenty of time left before the season starts, and I'm, I'm sure that they are not done yet. Um still need some offense and you know Michael Conforto is still out there I don't like the fact that Scott Boris is his agent that kind of really uh, hurts uh, because uh, you know he's a tough guy to negotiate with and, and uh, I think he's hurting Conforto he may be hurting his career in the long run uh, much like he did, um, was it J.T. Drew in, in Boston when he held him out and and then nobody came calling and he turned down a qualifying offer and uh, never made that $14 million again. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, though. Uh, hopefully, Conforto will sign with somebody, if not the Mets. If I was the Mets, though, I'd be looking at him Um Rumor has it that they offered him a hundred million last spring. No idea on the years though, and it was turned down. So I'm hoping that either they'll sign him to maybe to a one year deal and see what kind of year he can have, and then uh, you know. But they should bring him back. They need some more offense. 
Um, word came out of camp also that Starling Marte is fighting uh, some soreness and oblique area, so we're going to have to keep an eye on that as well. So, um, you know, maybe a good idea to bring in uh, Michael Conforto. If they can sign him with Scott Boris, it's a tough deal. And the Mets have agreed to a one-year deal, $4 million contract with reliever Adam Ottavino, uh, according to multiple sources. So Adam Ottavino will be in the mix. He'll be in the bullpen. And uh, as I said, they, they're going ahead. They're rebuilding that bullpen. All right, let's take a break here and come back in a minute with some more signings baseball and bbq your place for interesting baseball talk opinions and history baseball and bbq your place for barbecue recipes tips and interviews from the world of barbecue if you like baseball and if you like barbecue then tune into baseball and bbq find us on itunes stitcher google play and baseballtalkradio.com wouldn't it be great if you could get a Ph.D. in life through baseball? Welcome to Baseball Ph.D., a tour company for your brain. 30 major league teams, 100 places to see. Let's touch them all as we make the road trip of a lifetime. Follow me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Musings. On Twitter, at Mets Musings GM. The Instagram is Mets Musings. And on YouTube, at Mets Musings Mac. Wish to be a part of the show? Give us a call at 516-619-6341. Okay, and we are back. And the Mets have signed outfielder Travis Jankowski to a minor league contract. Jankowski would earn $1.25 million upon making the big league roster. The team also announced that it has a minor league deal with lefty Jason Shreve, so they're bringing him back from last year. Uh, and finally, uh, with the signings, as far as I know, unless they did something while we've been recording here, the Mets are in agreement with Zhu Wei Lin on a minor league contract. Um, presumably the left-hand hitting utility man will take part in big league spring training and uh, would probably is being signed to provide depth at Syracuse and uh, with the ball club uh, should they need it. Same thing with Jankowski um, to fill out the Syracuse roster and to, uh, you know, to uh, bring things up a little bit just in case something happens at the big club. They'll always have a, a shot at bringing somebody up that's got some experience and um, can play uh, a number of positions as a utility man. And the Mets will unveil the Tom Seaver statue on April 15th. 
the home opener. So get your tickets. It, look, it's probably sold out now. So uh, you're probably best off watching it on television. It's usually the best place. But uh, I know that people love to go opening day. I used to go in a number of years. Now, um, with COVID and everything, uh, I'll be lucky if I make it to the ballpark this year. But um, I'm hoping to get there, perhaps. And we'll see. You know, the money uh, situation is, uh, um, you know, the costs keep going up. And uh, it gets tough. It really does. But we'll see what happens as the year rolls on. All right, uh, let's take another quick break and be back with uh, one more story that's pretty crazy, and hopefully they'll change it. They don't have a lot of time, though. Uh, after, right after this. 516-619-6341. That is the comment voicemail hotline if you'd like to be a part of the show and drop us a line leave us a comment or a voicemail question anything at all call that number 516-619-6341 or go to metsmusings.com and click on that widget in the middle of the screen and that's a speak pipe and you can leave a voicemail right through your computer through your computer's microphone or if you prefer to do things the old-fashioned way, send us an email at metsmusings at gmail.com. The Facebook page is facebook.com slash groups slash metsmusings. And uh, if you'd uh, like to help out the show, check out our Patreon page. Check out the campaign at patreon.com slash metsmusings. Okay, and just checking uh, when when uh, that promo was playing, and the uh, Padres have expressed interest in Dom Smith and Jeff McNeil. Sources told us, and why is Andy Martino? However, nothing has progressed, and remains a long shot that the Mets will trade either. Both are expected to stay, as is J.D. Davis. Going to be f- tough finding playing time for all of those guys. Jonathan Vila, who had a strong season for the Mets in 2021 while in a variety of roles, including 86 starts at third base, has signed with the Chicago Cubs, reports Robert Murray of Fansided. So um, wasn't a lot of buzz that uh, he would come back to the Mets. So uh, the Mets bench this season will likely include Luis Goriome and Robinson Cano with uh, Guillaume able to play third base, shortstop, and second base. So, um, just looking. Um, according to this, the Mets are still looking in the reliever marketplace for someone. So, um, they're not done yet. I, I think, you know, it's going to go. And I think because of the walkout, or the lockout, I should say, the... Um, you're going to see a lot of late signings and trades and 
that sort of thing. But this thing really is, uh, this next story really is something that's kind of crazy. Major League Baseball returns to New York City this year, but not every player may be able to take the diamond. Aren't cur- under current city guidelines, Yankees and Mets players who are not vac- vaccinated against COVID-19 would not be allowed to play home games. The private sector workplace requirement is the same one that has kept Brooklyn Nets guard Kiri Irving from playing games at Barclays Center and Madison Square Garden. The policy remains in place. We look at the data every single day and listen to the advice from public health experts, a city hall spokesman said, via the New York Post. We cannot speak for what will happen in a month, but the private sector mandate is in place today. The Mets were one of six MLB teams that did not reach an 85% vaccination threshold that allowed relaxed protocols last season. While the Yankees surpassed that number, the team was known to have several key players who were not vaccinated. So, baseball is back, but will we see our favorite players? That remains to be seen. We don't know who's vaccinated, who's not. Uh, It's going to become clear if a guy is not playing at home, and, uh, you know, let's just say if it's, uh, I, I don't know, I don't want to put anybody, but let's say it's a, it's Alonzo or DeGrom. If DeGrom can't start any home games because of this, or if Alonzo can't play in any home games and Dom Smith is playing half the games uh, at first, then, then we'll know something's up. But it could be, you know, it could be any guy. I don't know who who's not vaccinated uh who is vaccinated uh, you know i don't know it's just uh it, it's a crazy law rule that they have in new york city and um we'll see how it pays off you know and how it affects the mets And before we go, we've got some voicemails for you. And uh, let's see. uh, Let's take the first one. It's from Sean in Bristol, UK. Take it away, Sean. Hey, Gary. It's uh, Sean in uh, Bristol, UK. Gary, last Thursday, I think it was a man about... well, it's uh, evening time. The uh, news came through that the uh, dispute was over, and I did a little dance. I danced, and I was so, so happy. So here we are. We have a, a, a season, well, a shortened uh, spring training season, and I know you and I and all Mets fans go into um, a new season with hope, but this year it has to be extra special um, with all the signings uh, that's, that's, that, that, that they've done. Uh, Gary, of course, I'm always, there's always a, a, a tinge of doubt. And my doubt is the middle relievers and closers. Um, do you have concerns there? Um, I think with all the um, starters uh, who are superfluous, like uh, David Patterson, uh, 
uh, Yamamoto, people like that, could fit that role. Um, again, I'm not nitpicking here, but really, this is a, a team that I, I think we will, we will expect absolutely great things. Um, so just a short message, my friends. Uh, love what you do, and uh, speak to you soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. Well, bye-bye, and thank you, Sean, for the uh, voicemail. I'm not real concerned with the um, um, the makeup of the bullpen as such. Uh, I, I you know, I, I think it's something that uh, they're working on and that they can handle. And uh, I'm, I'm not really too concerned about it. So, um, you know, bullpens are funny. They change from year to year, and people add and subtract. And uh, they they can do that and find the mix. And, and it's true what you said about <coughs> excuse me the extra starting pitchers that they do have, uh, uh, Peterson, well, though I don't know if he's he's right for the bullpen, but a Yamamoto, uh, maybe McGill, they can use working out of the bullpen. I would suspect that um, a Yamamoto has more experience coming out of the bullpen. Of Williams, those are the guys that they'll use to fill in. Um, maybe they'll keep McGill. Personally, I think Peterson should be in the starting rotation. I like to have a lefty in there to break it up, but we'll see how that shakes out. Um, but, I, I, you know, uh, I, I'm not really awfully concerned yet about the bullpen, uh, especially in the beginning of the year because you're going to use a lot of guys and you're going to use a lot of, uh, you know, starters and not your pure bullpen guys I think the extra starters you'll probably use uh, in the beginning of the season but I, I think uh, there may be more of a need especially with the short spring training for long men such as a Yamamoto maybe a Peterson maybe a McGill a Williams uh, coming out of the bullpen and doing the job but um I'm a little bit more concerned with the uh, offense, to be uh, to be honest, but we'll see how that all shakes out as well. All right, we've got another email, a uh, voicemail, I should say, from our good friend Jeff in Long Island. Jeff, take it away. Mets baseball is back, baby. Excited for the season, new players, and new attitudes. Uncle Stevie is all in and willing to do anything. DeGrom, Scherzer, and now Bassett, the top three in the rotation with Walker and Carrasco filling the back end, is not bad. McGill and Peterson are depth pieces, along with Williams and Yamamoto. We have a good lineup. Could use another bat, but we should be able to score runs. Streaming is out of division. That's great news. Starts to face him 19 times. And yes, while Schwarber is on the Phillies, he's a streaky player, and we hope we can face him when he's struggling. Now it's time for Lindor and company to step up, play smart baseball, take the extra base, and more importantly, when no one is coming third, get on base. Gary, all I can say is keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. And right you are, Jeff. Uh, Jeff, of course, is uh, 
the host or the co-host of Baseball and Barbecue, another great podcast. Go check that out. You heard them advertise earlier in the show, but they're terrific. And Jeff, I agree with you 100%. It's going to be exciting. Got to stay away from those injuries. Could use another bat. I agree with you there. But I think it's going to be uh, uh, hopefully a big season if everybody stays healthy and, you know, everybody plays up to their potential. We don't need anybody, you know, going crazy. It'd be nice if you had one or two, but everybody just played to their potential. I think there's a, there's enough depth there, and uh, I would like another bat, though. I would. I'd like Conforto out in right field every day, and, uh, you know, with the DH now, changes the face of things so uh but that's that's my only uh my only wish all right that's gonna pretty much wrap it up for this week's show i want to thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe and hit the like button if you're watching this on the youtube channel uh if not if you're listening on anchor.fm slash musings or on any of your podcast outlets, Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Outcast, Radio Public, Stitcher, Spreaker, wherever you listen to the podcast, hit that uh, subscribe button so you'll always be aware when a new episode of the show is coming out. And if you'd like to contact me, as I said before, uh, you know, drop us a line at mitsmusings at gmail.com uh, or send a voicemail to our voicemail number. And until next time, remember to keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. Baseball is back, and I'll see you the next time on another edition of Mets Musings.